0: Hey there, it is time for Soul Farmer again and we are getting ready to talk to somebody special in our second episode here at Cross America. I'm Jennifer and and I'm Crystal Crystal, and we are going to talk with Bridget Anderson and I'm telling you what guys, you are in for a treat, a big treat, a really special treat. She's not like anybody else we've ever talked to around here and we've met some pretty cool people. (laughs) we're setting the stage pretty high for you Bridget Bridget. (laughs) Bridget's talking to us today all the way from Philadelphia she's in a little cute suburb called Chester Springs but she's Actually a Hoosier at heart, like Crystal and I, she was born and raised here in Kokomo. She was,
1: absolutely. So I mean, she's actually a Kokomo wildcat.
0: She it's is. Pretty exciting. <laughs> she is. We just are so honored to have you on our show. So we want to start right off by having you tell us a little bit about how you've been a recipient of a soul farmer, someone who planted a seed in you and and also who you are and what you do today, because I think our listeners are gonna really be Thrilled to know what you do.
2: Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Crystal and Jen. And I'm honored to be on your podcast. I'm excited for this branch of your ministry. It's really exciting and, and very needed. So thank thanks. you. Um. So I am a certified Christian life coach at this point in my life, and I'm loving what I do. I honestly can't believe that this is the assignment that God gave me because it's, um, it's been a perfect place for me to be but i did fight it for a long time and there have been a lot of seasons that i fought but but i have learned to sort of acquiesce and rest in god's leading um i think sooner than later um so yeah i'm a wife and a mom of two grown daughters um and one just graduated from law school and the other one is a missionary based out of california awesome wow, yes. busy, wow. Gals. wow. busy gals and um I got here, you know, I, I sort of had my own plans. We, we came through some family tragedy when I was a young girl growing up in Kokomo. And, um, I have to say that when I was thinking about, you know, how I would answer your question of who planted seeds in me, um, I really have to say that sometimes we don't recognize the seeds that are being planted, Mm -hmm. you know, certainly not in the moment. And, um, we can actually think that no one's planting seeds. And I think that's kind of where I was. And um, I sort of went on the run to find people that could pour into me and would be part of my life. And I know now that that was really my my daddy God that really wanted to do that pouring in and mm-hmm. that planting. And I think that, you know, we don't understand or recognize sometimes when people are, are throwing seeds in. Yeah.
1: Well, we have to look back sometimes, right, to see that. We have to look back.
2: Yeah, we definitely have to look back. And so I think that there have been people, certainly, that have planted seeds in my life. I have a a lifelong friend who is from Kokomo. And um, gosh, to stick with somebody through thick and thin through your whole life and know that they know you, warts and all certainly is, um, a seed that's planted in. Cause you're like, I'm worthy of having somebody in my life and, and them staying with me.
0: It's of course unconditional. I've been married.
2: Yes. Unconditional, unconditional. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I've been married for over 30 years and that's another really wow. long relationship, right. But that is affirming. And you know, you can trust that person and you know that they know you. Um, and, but, but most of all, what I've really been led by are the desires that have cropped up along the way in my life. And I've learned that that's how God really does give us clues about where we're going. Um, so my, my initial plan of my life was I was going to be a career woman. I went to Purdue. Go Boilers. And um, boiler, boiler up. Boiler up. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer's choking. <over> Hoosiers.
2: <laughs> right.
1: I know. I know. That's okay. It's we'll, okay. We'll let it slide. It's all right. Go. They're just jealous. That's just like there's ahead.
0: no yeah, denominations yeah. in heaven, there are no <laughs> collegiate affiliations in heaven. Praise I don't know God. About that praise yet. God. Oh, that's funny. And you could yeah. say that's because only one team gets there, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> Oh, well, go ahead. We've, we've digressed. Sorry. That's okay. That's
2: okay. We'll just step right over this part. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I really planned to have a career, be a career woman, mm-hmm. and I didn't want a family and I didn't want to get married. And then God just changed all of that, you know? Right. And um and my kids and my family were really my classroom for God. And then he changed the desires that I had from being that career woman to, you know, um, prompting me to go back and get my, my master's in education. And I did that. And then use that desire that he'd planted to prompt me to homeschool my kids, which that was never on my radar, (laughs) never on my radar.
1: That takes a very special um, people to do that, no doubt about it. Right on.
2: It takes some grace, a whole lot of grace. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, my life just took this turn when I started just kind of giving into those desires. And um, yeah, so then my kids, they graduated from college. And I went, well, what do I do now, Lord? Because the two things that I didn't want to do, which was be a mom and, and um, then I didn't want to homeschool, those two things, the Lord had made them so precious and sweet in my life mm. that I didn't want to leave them then. Mm, it's
0: beautiful. And
2: um, I didn't know what my assignment was going to be next. And I really feel like I got this download from him that you're still going to be a mom. You're just because a mom, what do you do as a mom? You let people know that they're loved. So he's like, you're still a mom, you're just gonna let, let more people know that they're loved. And so um, that became like, okay, I wrote that down, like, let's capture that. And how do I do that? You know, I had to figure out how, what that looked like, but there were other clues. And so that's a long circuitous route of how I became a Christian um, life coach.
0: Wow. So really your role didn't change, but your audience did. Who you would impact.
2: Yes. Yes. That's a good way to say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Because
0: not everybody has two loving parents at home that they can role model and say, Oh, I want to be like that. Or, Oh God, you are the father of all. I mean, if you didn't have a father that you had a great relationship with. Yeah.
1: They may not have had that. That's very special relationship. You have with your friend here in Kokomo that who stuck with you forever. And maybe those of us or other people listening don't have that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Besides her, what other who other who, who else in your life actually you think maybe poured into you what, what kind of things did they pour into you? I guess I w- I'm curious about that to know how did they pour into you what kind of things happen between you in your relationships with each other?
2: Well, so you know you guys talked about in your first podcast about how seeds sometimes um, there are other seeds that are planted and mm-hmm. so you know I was just recognized that recognizing that as there are you know, there are weeds that grow up. In, right. the, in, in whatever garden there is and you have to be you know kind of clued into um recognizing the difference mm-hmm. but I will say that as I was in Kokomo and growing up I had some great teachers can I name names
1: oh sure my great
2: teachers why not we oh, love that we love
1: to name drop it's super fun to do that
2: right Absolutely. so Sherry Whitcomb was my English teacher and um man she 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 poured in she poured in and just led me to believe that there was more under my hood than I thought there was, you know? Mm.
1: Um, and your potential was so much more. Right.
2: Yes. Yes. And wouldn't let me off the hook. Wouldn't let me off the hook with my excuses. You know, she just stoically focused in on what my potential was. So that was certainly there with her. A great teacher who did the same thing for me was, um, I don't remember his first name, but it was Mr. Harmeyer. Ah. Um, do you guys remember him? We know. I certainly. Him. I do yeah. Jennifer probably does. I yeah. Know him. My
0: parents were both teachers in the high school, so yeah.
2: Okay. So he was a he was a tough love kind of guy, mm-hmm. but but um, he really came alongside me and mentored me because he I think he saw that I was really struggling and um, you know he didn't didn't change his style, but I did know that he cared and he um, let me call him and ask him for help on my homework. And then, you know, just that being done caused me to see that there are people out there that care there, you know, even if it's not in your immediate world, there are people out there that do care and want to come alongside you. And I think that's true in a lot of cases. I know for me, it was when it was, you know, the time to decide, am I going to homeschool or not? I was really running from that for like three years because I didn't want to do it. And um, people, random people would just speak into my life. I, Mm. I don't know who they are, but random people that I would meet when I was out. So I think God, God can use those people that are really close to you, but he doesn't always right. Mm -hmm. Because here I had teachers and I had just, people that I would meet out and pump and gas and they start talking to me about homeschooling. I'm like, what? Right. You know, so. Well, the Lord yeah. al- orchestrated
1: so, that for your life so that you would have the absolutely. confirmation that you were on the right track. Well, I love those absolutely. little bits that you just think, okay, God, I got that. Now what's next? Right. And so I'm so right. thankful that he was able to do that for you. So tell us a little bit more about when you're coming up, going to be here in, in on June 17th for the, our, our women's event, the belonging, um, mm-hmm. what we're going to, we're calling it the belonging um, day for Women. What what kind of things can we talk about when building into other women? How making them feel like they're belonging, they're, they belong to the Lord or belong to themselves or to um, a relationship.
2: So I think it's really important to drill down and understand that it's not like I wrote a book called The Longing for Belonging, but it's not. I'm not the only one with a longing for belonging. We all have that. It's been programmed into us by our creator because he wants us to find him. Mm -hmm. Um, he wants us to find our true belonging. Right. And so when we're out operating in the world, we sometimes can get a little distracted and think, well, I belong to my family and I belong to this group and I belong to this club or whatever. And we look at the physical places that we sort of have a belonging, but then what happens when, when that changes? You know there are I think times in our lives when we think we've lost our belonging. But the truth of the matter is there's really one place of belonging and we never lose that. But it takes some of us a long time to find that place. Because you really only find your belonging when you really know who you belong to. Absolutely Ooh, that's
0: good. Say that again.
2: <laughs> you you find your belonging when you know the one that you belong to. Right right. And you know, probably anybody listening to this podcast and anybody coming to to the event, they're going to be Christians. But let me tell you, there's always room to grow in that knowledge mm-hmm. and that relationship. Right. And we sometimes get a little plateaued and, and that's when we start to have doubts and mm-hmm. feel like we're stuck. So that's always a call to come up higher, a call to get to know our, our daddy even more intimately.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because um, he'll always upgrade us in that relationship. So you know, we can say, "Yes, well, I know who God is," but 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 he wants you to know Him intimately. You know, know in the Bible, it, it's it, it 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 is indicative of a close, intimate, personal relationship. It's not like, "Oh yeah, I know Him." It's I know Him, mm. Abba
1: Father, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. yes, yeah. That's mm. that's exciting stuff because I can remember. I can just. I can just think about times in my life and Jennifer might be able to think of hers as well where I've maybe substituted the Lord for being a parent, being a mom. I mean, mm-hmm. I just was so committed to our children, committed to my husband, committed to my work, whatever it was, that I felt like I belonged to them, that the 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 growth of that was so much deeper than my relationship, relationship with Christ because I had not worked on that relationship. And so when the kids grow up and go and maybe you switch jobs or, you know, you're at a a point where you need to be more intense, intentional with your husband. Boy, some of those relationships were not where they needed to be because I had not been working on them. And the main relationship, of course, with Christ was not where it needed to be. And so the belonging part is exactly what you said. When we know who we belong to, that's when we need to work on that relationship first. And boy, things will just hopefully fall into place after that. We're excited about yeah. having you. That's gonna it's gonna be a great yeah. Morning. Thank you. No doubt about it. Yeah, well, I'm and excited. it
0: sounds like um, you know you've kind of you've kind of opened the door for us. But um, but but there's different seasons in your life mm-hmm. when you belong in different places. True, true, true. You know, That's so and, true. And so you have true. the capacity to think about it and spend time doing that. I think about when I was a new mom and my kids were all you know under, under the age of five and you, you know, you just find yourself coming and going and then the next stage when they're just really busy. And then when they fly the coop and leave, then what, where do you go then? Who are you? Because the person you were, well, I can speak for myself. The person I was when I was 19, 20 years old and the person I am at this stage, well, we have a lot more experience and more um, treads, my treads are worn a little thinner on my tires. You got ruts. You've, yeah. been in, you've been in a few ruts? I've got, <laughs> I've got rust on my bumper, yeah. and it got bigger. But I I'd also, <laughs> <laughs> but if you check under the hood. That's right. But We're you looking, know what? Right. I have some platinum parts that God has refined mm-hmm. and made oh, yeah. pure gold out of that to mm-hmm. the outside world might look like wow, she was just in a tin car pileup and she looks like she's <laughs> tattered and worn. Truly, the mm-hmm. life puts rough stuff through us. And I think it's pretty cool that God uses all that to refine us and make us pure and mm-hmm. more, uh, More, I, I don't want to say more like him because he, he's not damaged, but he has a pure heart. And what we see through his eyes is so differently once you've walked that road. So... I think that'll be really, I think that's interesting because our events, let me just tell you a little bit about what we do here at Cross America. We decided to start a women's ministry in what, last year? Yeah. After COVID, there was just nothing happening for women. And honestly, I've been at a church where every church I go to, nobody really has the time, energy, or bandwidth to do a women's ministry. And we were hungry for it. And lots of people were so... We said, let's do it here. And we've, we've had a couple amazing speakers that I could go on for days about. But this event is going to happen in June. And the whole point of it is you come for um, a morning and, and you hear, hear a speaker like Bridget. And um, she's going to impart on us, oh, my gosh, we have three sessions. I'm going to let you tell us about the three sessions so that we kind of get a taste of, of what to look for.
2: So there's three sessions. The first one is called Lessons in Longing. And um, the second one is about the orphan spirit. And the third one is about not just finding fullness, but keeping fullness. And um, Lessons in Longing, you know, we all have a longing for something. We have that mm, that um, something that's unquenched within us. And, and And it's different at different points in our life. My daughter was doing a crossword puzzle the other day, and she said, what's a four-letter word for longing? And I hmm. said, I don't know. So we were thinking about it, and the the, the word was ache.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
2: A-C-H-E. And I'm like, yeah. wow, I'm using that because, wow. you know, the name of my book is The Longing for Belonging. We tend to steer around the longings that we have because we're afraid of them, because they can be painful, right. mm-hmm. because, because they we ache. have to look at things. Yeah, they ache, yeah. they hurt, we're afraid of that. But really, the Lord uses that that longing within us. Mm-hmm. It's a homing device. Mm-hmm. It helps us find our way back mm-hmm. to him.
0: Oh, that's good. So, yeah. Very good. Yeah. That's really so good.
2: we can be, you know, resentful or, or just um, like trying to steer away from that longing. But really, if we lean into it and say, okay, what are you trying to show me with this Lord? There's, I mean, there's treasure there and there's growth in that relationship there. And if we'll just go there, but, you know, of course we don't go there alone. We go there Mm
0: -hmm.
2: with the Holy Spirit, um, because there may be some pain or trauma there. Um, And so we want to be really respectful and mindful of any, any wounds that are there, but, but we certainly don't want to avoid that feeling of longing because it is within us for a reason right and and then we'll move on to the orphan spirit and um you know when I was shopping my book around to different publishers that was my original subtitle which Hmm. it was giving up the orphan spirit and all the publishers were like nobody knows what that is that's not a thing (laughs) I'm like (laughs) okay um so I did change my subtitle to to appease the publishers but um You know, when I say the orphan spirit, almost every single person that I say that to goes, "Mm, yeah, mm -hmm." I
1: mean, I can imagine exactly what that is. So I'm (laughs) more confused about what your publisher was thinking, because I think, I mean, you said those two words and I thought, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I can imagine that. So a lot of people would have that kind of feeling in their hearts. That they're just not. So we're
2: going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, you know, where that comes from and how we recognize it and, and what does our daddy God want for us, Right. So that's a, that's a super um, interesting people. That's, that's where I really, people really get grabbed is, is in that session. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we move on to fullness and how to get that fullness, like how to leave that orphan spirit behind and how to move into that fullness because God is the one who fulfills, right? He is the one that fills us up and he's promised that. So how do we get it? Because a lot of us, most of us are not living in that. Mm -mm. and you know people will go it's not really real people don't really do that and i I know that because i came from that spot is people don't really do that um but it really is possible to live a life alongside um our abba father and have him in in the everyday ordinary moments and know that his presence is with you and know Mm -hmm. that his love is over you right absolutely and then sometimes we get a little like out of practice of that and we lose it and we think, Oh God's not talking anymore, but no, that's not the case. And we're going to talk about how to get back there, how to get back to that place of, of nearness.
0: Yeah. This sounds awesome. Bridget, like we're name. so excited. Yeah. But it really is going to be a great morning.
1: Nine, nine to one. So it's to not, one, you're yeah. not gone the whole day. It's going to be a, a June 17th. It's a Saturday morning from 9am um, to 1pm. We'd love for y'all, anyone listening to this podcast to, to be there. You can sign up online. Um, we, we can give you that information just a little bit later on, on in the podcast, but um, you're not spending a full day away from family or mm-hmm. obligations, but it's just a great opportunity to hear some truth yes. and to take that away and to go go live your life.
0: Right. Right. Come get refreshed. Get a little recharge. What I think is interesting about these events that we do is we have women there. The youngest was 19 mm-hmm. and the oldest I know personally there was 82, 84 year olds in yeah. there. So great wow. variety of age. I mean, no matter where you are on the map, mm-hmm. right? So um, that I think that's that's the beauty of it. We, we we really want this to be a non-denominational, just like our facility. We have people from every walk of life and every denomination that come hungry for more. Right. Um, Crystal, tell us a little bit about what True North is.
1: Yeah, I'm going to kind of read just some information to you, just so you'll you'll have it. But um, True North. Uh, is a women's ministry of Cross America in Kokomo, Indiana, of course. We believe that in life, there are many obstacles and roadblocks that can take us off course from where God would want us to be. The goal of this ministry is to connect women of all ages and backgrounds, equipping them with tools to recalibrate their lives and find the true north, their true north, Jesus. Of course, no matter where you are on the map of life and in your walk with Christ, you will find hope and respite and our true north, the creator, the sustainer of the universe, Jesus, of course. And then, we've, as we've said several times already, join us on Saturday, June 17th for our next event with Bridget Anderson. We'll dig into the topic of belonging, as we talked about moments ago, and the longing for more in our relationship and walk with Christ. Uh, you can sign up online at um, web.charityengine. Cha, let me repeat that again, web.charity engine.net forward slash true north belonging or you can go to um, crossamerica.net and look under um, event the event page for yep. that and just click on that that'll get you right in it's a very inexpensive ticket it's twenty dollars and it's even less if you bring a friend yeah so um, we'd sure love to see as many people here as possible we've got room for everyone so right um, and bridget will have um, lots of opportunities to sm- hopefully to speak to people afterwards and during the breaks and um, we're just thrilled to death to have you Exactly. And I when you come,
0: you're... you get a cute t shirt oh, and yeah. we always have great food from doubting Thomas Cafe. Yeah. Um truly it is in a morning of real blessings and um I, I can't say highly enough about how great Bridget's gonna be. And yeah. you can you could probably get her book that day if you yes, wanted. Can. Yes, um can. and if they can't be there and they're not local, Bridget, where can we find your book?
2: So my book is on Amazon, so you can um, go right there, or you can also look at my website, Bridget Anderson, um, Christian Life Coach. And get nice. it there.
1: And the name of your book again, one more time. The
2: longing for belonging. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Perfect.
1: Looking forward to it. Well, if
0: someone didn't know you or anything about our ministry or anything about Soul Farmer, and you were to sum up in one word um, what they could get by listening to this podcast, what what would you say, Bridget? It puts a lot of pressure, putting you on the spot here. (laughs) Wow! I could hit pause, and you could let me know later, (laughs) and (laughs) I could, I could, you know, edit it. But just think about that. Um, That's a tough. How about
2: we stick with the theme that you already have out there? Because what what everybody's looking for is harvest,
0: right? Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, We have
2: to recognize that seed time in order to get that
1: harvest.
0: Mm -hmm. Right on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's not going to happen sometimes immediately.
0: might no. happen down the road,
1: might happen years later, may not ever happen this time of your life. Maybe maybe that's one, you know, that lovely song, Why Ray Bolts Forever Ago. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for, um, for what you did for volunteering and all that different things, because it's so important that we just, no matter what expectation we have, we just plant the seed, just plant seeds, just plant seeds. Well, and
0: I keep thinking about, you know, I put seed down and I've had chickens and I've had different birds. Have you ever had birds come along and eat your seeds? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what I think, instead of thinking of that as a bad thing, I think, oh, God is taking that seed to put it somewhere else. Because mm. ultimately yeah. it ends up somewhere else. Somewhere else. Right. Where it's going to get used, even mm-hmm. through the the bird dropping yep. right? Even through the crap. Yeah. Right. Right. So exactly. the, truth. the yuck the truth. of life. Yeah. So as you take that and and analyze where you belong, you just never know where God's gonna Mm-mm. Gonna move you around Mm -hmm. and and make things happen for you. Absolutely. So he uses it all. So true. Well, we certainly appreciate your time today. I can't tell you enough how excited we are about and the women that are already signed up to come um to hear what you have to say. I think uh it's gonna it's gonna go too fast. And June 17th is like a month away. (laughs) And I feel like I'm gonna blink and we're gonna be waking up on the eighteenth. So thank you again. uh, for visiting your friend here who invited us. I won't say her name because I don't want to embarrass her, but she really did plug us into (laughs) you. And we love that. God has brought us the most amazing women Mm -hmm. through relationship to pour into each Mm -hmm. other and into our ministry here across America. So we appreciate that. I love
2: that. Thank you so much for the invitation. And I'm so, so excited to be back in Kokomo. I've come as often as I can and And this is a great reason for me to come in June.
0: Wonderful. We'll We'll, we'll, see you soon. Yes. And for those listening, we are so thankful that you are starting to follow us. We have lots of great interviews coming up um, to talk about what we do here at Cross America, but also how you can be a soul farmer and how um, other people will share about their story and their testimony. So again, have a great rest of your day. If they're just getting started or if you're ending your day, we just pray that it's been a blessed one. I'm Jen Bingaman. And I'm Crystal Sandburn. And this has been Soul Farmer.